Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. What's up, good people? Welcome to episode 18 of the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. Look at here. I got something to tell y'all. I got one message for the day. I need this to be the re- the message for the rest of the year. Really the rest of your life. But we'll just start small at the rest of this year. Maybe that's maybe that's too big. Let's say for the rest of the month. Focus on what you can do. That's it. Focus on what you can do. We are spending too much time focusing on what we can't do. Most people focus on two things. One, what they can't do, and two, what they're not good at. None of that ish matters. Doesn't matter. What can you do? Like, you cannot say that you are serious about improving your health. But everything that comes out of your mouth are all the reasons why you can't do certain things in regard to your health. Come on now. What can you do? Before you open your mouth to say, well, I mean, I can't buy, you know, all of that kind of food. What what can you buy then? What what, what can you buy? I I can't. Man, you don't understand. I be traveling. I I, I can't eat healthy on the road. Well, what can you do? I can't drink water every day. Well, damn, can you drink it one day? No. What can you drink it uh, uh, half a day? No. What can you drink it an hour for one meal? What can you do? That's what matters. Like... I'm really in this place. I'm trying to trying to juggle back and forth or balance this thing between really, really trying to help people. So I'm listening. And my approach is, is, is more of the tough love approach. I don't do sugar coating or candy coated lollipop marshmallow. Let's hold hands and sing kumbaya. No. If you need that, you can't get that here. You have to go somewhere else. But I'm compassionate, I would like to believe. And I understand because I've done it. And I'm doing it. Because there are some aspects of my life that I haven't quite figured out yet. And I have to constantly remind myself, instead of talking about what you can't do, what can you do? I mean, I'm talking basic things. Or they may not seem basic to some people. Even, you know, when it comes to being a wife and being a mother... We often say, first of all, one of the stupidest things that you can continue to feed your mind and to continue to feed your spirit is, I don't have time. You a lie. You do have time. And stop saying it. Why would you keep saying that? Why would you keep saying you don't have time? You do have time. I promise you, if today you download, matter of fact, you don't even have to download. You can use the, the calendar that's already on your phone. If you document every hour what you're doing with your time, you do have time. So... When we're talking about eating healthy, I'm not really, I mean, I don't do a lot of, uh, what do you call it, meal prep type stuff. Not where, you know, some people actually do it on the weekend and then they prepare all their meals for every day. I think if that's your thing, cool. Um, And it works for you, cool. And I think it's even worth trying because you may not even know if that's your thing or not. But when people say to me that they don't have time on a weekend to invest in themselves and invest in them in their own health but you have time to watch the game i got a problem with that because you lying matter of fact you can meal prep while you watch the game so the focus here what can i do instead of you telling me what i can't do what can i do that's what you have to ask yourself And that has to be the words that come out of your mouth when it comes to improving yourself, when it comes to getting healthy, when it comes to whatever else, your overall wellness. What can I do to help me get better? Well, I can't read. I mean, people say you're supposed to read some motivation. I don't have time to read. What? 
first of all, you lying. If, if I see you on social media, this goes for myself. You got time. You could take 10 minutes. Well, I don't, you know, I don't have time to, you know, work out because my day, by the time I get up and I got to do the kids and then I go to work and I get back, I got to get the kids. You a lie. You a lie. What can you do? Let's say you can't afford a gym. Fine. You got a freaking phone. So how different would it be if you shifted your conversation to yourself from I don't have time. I can't go to the gym. I can't afford the gym to I can dedicate the first 10 minutes of my day to exercising. I will dedicate, and maybe the morning ain't your thing. I will dedicate, after I put the kids to bed, at 9 o'clock, when I would normally sit down with some a glass of wine and watch something stupid on TV, for 10 minutes, I'm going to dedicate that time to myself. And I'm either going to turn to the fitness channel or I'm going to pop you know, videos. I mean, information is everywhere. I mean, resources, video, it's nothing to Google and find a eight-minute, ten-minute workout. And, and, and that may be too much for you. I, I promise you, when I first, 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 first started, it was in my living room. It was a boot camp type DVD. And, and, and they had different time, um, different exercise time frames that you could choose. So they had a little ten-minute workout. I think there was a 30-minute, there was an hour. I chose the ten minutes. And I the, what I said was, I was, four days out of the week, I was going to make sure I did that. And all I did was the 10 minutes. And that 10 minutes, I like. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> that was a serious 10 minutes. You understand me? So 10 minutes might even be pushing it for you. Whatever it is, shift the focus to what can you do. So someone hit me up about a detox, right? Of course, most of the, of the herbal detoxes that you're going to take it is suggested and highly recommended that you clean up your diet in addition to you taking herbs. I mean, because you, it helps assist in the process of clean, clean, cleansing your body, right? As you're getting junk out, you don't want to be bringing more junk in during that process. However, 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 if you find it very difficult to stick 100% to the recommendations that are given. You don't stop completely. You do what it is that you can do. All right? Most are going to tell you to eliminate meat during that process. Okay. Well, maybe that's very extreme for you. Maybe you can only... Maybe what's reasonable for you is to eliminate meat to only once a day that that could be progression for you then do that and keep taking it or you actually may totally go on day three off and you just go crazy your cravings are out of control your self-control is out the window and you going all in i don't care pick it back up on day four what can you do i i have someone right now that's going through a detox and they're, they're working, and this is really demonstrates the level of toxicity in their body because, and they're on a liquid herbal cleanse, and they can barely get to the second one for the day, and they're having extreme toxic reactions, which is headache, fatigue, you know, serious migraines. And because, you know, they view it as if they're they're being they are being unsuccessful. There's no such thing as unsuccessful when you are striving to get better. You start where you are and you build from there. So let's just say I'm just in an example. Whether you're doing drops or whether you're doing pills, if all you can do to a level that's beneficial and tolerable to you is only one tablet or only five drops, then do that. Then do that. Either way, you're moving closer. You're helping your body slowly but surely move closer to cleansing itself. You don't stop the process automatically. You don't stop doing something because you can't do all of what you want to do. 
That doesn't make any sense. Well, I don't have time to work out for 30 minutes a day. Well, you know what makes sense? Oh, yeah, I'm going to work out. No, no time at all. Like, because zero is better than 30. Really? The same thing with food. What are you eating? We, we could look at food in three categories. Good, better, best. Do what it is that you can do. Focus on what can you do. Not what you can't do. I can't I can't get up early. Well, you don't understand. It's easy for you. Bullshit. That's, that makes you feel better. But that's a bunch of crap. It's a bunch of crap. Because it's not easy, period. What you will find is it doesn't get easier. You get better. And if you continue to strive and you continue to work, you will get better. But you cannot get better if you're only focused on what you can't do. Okay? Can't happen. It's a conflict. You're throwing out mixed signals to the universe. You're saying one thing, but you're feeling and you're doing another. What can you do? What can you do? Stop overthinking it. Stop looking at what everybody else is doing when they could be at step 20 and you're at step two. Why would you be comparing yourself to them? Why would you allow them to be your barometer for whether or not you'll be in a success? There is no right or wrong. Right or wrong is subjective. Everything is a learning experience. So I just don't believe there's right or wrong you 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 are navigating you are learning to see what works for you what doesn't work for you you know the same thing even with people who are trying to transition whether they're becoming a vegetarian or a vegan or maybe they're just trying to clean up their diet you know in general progression what can you do you literally may not be able to just go cold turkey and just wipe your kitchen clean and start anew. That's fine. One thing at a time. Can you just commit to eating fresh fruits and vegetables once a day? Something that you don't normally do. Can you do that? Can you commit to bef- not before 12 noon, you will not have a soda? Now, that may seem strange to some people, but trust and believe me, there are a lot of people who are starting their days. And by by noon, they've already had three sodas. Or or coffee. In which coffee now is nothing but a sugar chemical cocktail, especially Starbucks and all the like. I mean, you, you have to put all of this sugar and crap to make it some exotic frappuccino, cappuccino, whatever you want to call it. And you've tricked yourself into believing. So you got to be careful with your words. You got to be so careful with your words. I'm telling you, I can't. I can't get my day started if I ain't got no coffee. My day don't. I, I just feel like crap until I get my coffee. And the more you say that, the more you you believe that. Your 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 subconscious is listening constantly, like taking a note. Oh, we cannot be happy or energetic until we have coffee. Boop. Duly noted to be careful with your words you have to be careful with the people around you who are constantly talking about what they can't do because i'm telling you it can be contagious and you'll find yourself jumping in on the conversation you ain't even realize it like dang well i i i can't i I just can't i mean just and it start consciously and this is what self-awareness is about you begin to listen to your own self-speak you're like, whoa, why am I saying that? Whoa, why am I thinking that? What can you do? What can you do to do better, to get better? I'll tell you when it comes to your mindset, when it comes to your spirit, I can tell you one thing you can do. Shut the news off. Unfollow people. Stop starting your day angry and frustrated. Well, what's going on with the world? That's what you can do. Don't tell me, well, you don't understand. You know, you done came numb to the process. You privileged. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> you can piss and moan about everything that's going on in the world. And everything that's going on in society. But tell me what your pissing and moaning has done about it. And tell me what it's going to do about it. Nothing. But drive you crazy. And we underestimate the impact of unskillful stress on our bodies and on our health. There are things, there is, there is a shift in the energy. When that vibration, when that frequency really lowers. I, I, I am studying, I can't think of the gentleman's name. Who did a, a study on the level of frequency that disease forms. That depression comes about. That illness, like, it is so much deeper than we understand. This is, <sighs> you got to make health and wellness your number one priority. You got to. If not, you're going to lose your damn mind. And that ain't a figure of speech. I'm speaking literally. You will lose your mind. You will, your body will start to decline on the inside and you don't even realize it. We talk about and we laugh about women and men too. Like a lot of men, their hair is thinning at younger and younger ages. It's nothing to see a 25 to 30 year old who's already started the ball. It's nothing to see ladies now. And their edges are gone. Now, some of that has to do with hair care and some of it, the overuse of hair weave and that type of thing. But there is something else going on in the inside. Your outside is a reflection of what is going on in the inside. And if you really want to test to see the state of your health and your body, look at your nails. Look at your hair. Look at your skin. All indicators. Your teeth your teeth that's that was my number one indicator that my as healthy as I thought I was that my health was out of whack and that I was nutritionally out of balance when I started to get cavities I knew that cavities have I'm not going to say it has nothing to do but very little to do with you just eating something sweet this this body thing works inside out when you see things on the outside starting to break down, it is a reflection on things on the inside that are breaking down. That's all it is. If you are wise, you would take heed and say, whoa. And that was my light bulb. Two things. It was the teeth and my hair. My hair was beginning to thin. And it, it was like, whoa, wait a minute. I can't become a meme. Like, wait, this, this ain't cool. <laughs> like, whoa. And it wasn't like the worst case it wasn't severe but it was enough for me to notice that my edges were thinning and i knew right then my body was out of whack i knew it and so i'm telling you when you just think about this and this is why it's called holistic health just think about if you allow your mind to succumb to everything that's going on in the world you take on the burden of pain and emotion and, and, and tragedy that's going on in the world. If you take that on on your mind, right? Then you think about your body. You weigh that down. You don't cleanse it. You feed it toxins, chemicals, right? Then on the spiritual, to me, I don't even think you can get to the spiritual after those two things because you you're weighing that down but on the spiritual level you're just completely disconnected when you try to put when you put those three components together in that condition how 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 is it possible for you to really succeed at anything that you're doing that's a hell of a feat man and you don't understand why it's so difficult to set your goals and achieve them. You don't know why it's so difficult to finally come into a place of success. Oh, it makes perfect sense. Man, you're a, you are on an uphill climb 
when all of those things are in play. And so I'm telling you the most important thing that you can do. I don't I, I'm so comfortable right now with where I am. I just really don't care what people think. I, I'm and yesterday a couple interesting interesting things happen and I just sat back like dang I really am on an island like (laughs) like I'm just totally so far removed from where the average person is and where how people think and like I literally talk to myself a lot (laughs) because the way my mind now works people look at me like I'm crazy like, I have lost it like I am since, you know, uh, what did you call it? Um, lacking sensitivity, lacking compassion, lacking, and, and, and all of those things are so far from the truth. But I just, the way that I view things is just a lot different now. I'm in control of this thing now. I can't allow myself to fall into the trap where others decide whether I go left whether I go right whether I think this way or what I think that way no one can have that type of control anymore and so I'm happy I'm peaceful I'm not stressed out I remember (laughs) I remember I used to this was uh, several years ago get these random little rashes really small and at first I thought it was like coming from the washing powders which I that that was irritate my skin as well, but even after I cleaned that up, they were still just random. You know, it could be on my leg, could be on my arm, and it got really bad, so to speak. But it would go away. It would come, and it would only stay a few days. It almost looked like ringworm, kind of sorta, and it would go away. And then and then it really started to get interesting, where my light bulb finally went off. It was coming like on my hand, on my fingers. You, you can't hide that. And it wasn't horrible, but you know, nobody wants to be walking around with rashes on their fingers. <laughs> and I remember someone told me, you know, that stress. I was like, what you talking about? I ain't stressed. Mm, it was like, no, I'm telling you, you're stressed. And I really believe that I had everything under control. I really believe that I wasn't stressed. I, I really, When I think back on mentally where I was and physically where I was, I don't know why my body didn't clock completely out. I don't. And that's why I'm so grateful. I stay in a place of gratitude. I, I'm so thankful that regardless of all of the destruction that we do to ourselves, you know, God and the universe is always conspiring on our behalf, always aiding and assisting, despite always trying to move us and shift us to where we need to be. And, I, and I'm grateful for that. And so... I do understand the frustration that so many people are having with so many things, especially when it comes to their health. I don't care what anybody say. You can try to you can try to spin this fat proud all you want. But no one thing that all we all have in common, we all want to feel good. I think we all want to look good, but looking good is subjective. But but we all want to feel good. We all want to feel good. And like I said, you can try to spin all this unhealthy, you know, that's having pride in yourself. And it's not. And it's taking a toll on your body. And see, and, and just like I said on the last episode, common sense, common sense, common sense says when you carry around things that your body doesn't need, when you carry around extra weight, it is weighing you down. It is overworking your organs. I don't care what your numbers look like. And I'm glad your numbers, according to your doctors, are is good. I'm, that's wonderful. But I'm talking common sense. And common sense tells you that there's a purpose for fat on our body. Yes, we do need fat, right? There's a purpose for everything on our bodies and in our bodies. But when you give your body more, 
or in excess of what it needs, you cannot tell me that that's healthy. You cannot tell me that that's beneficial to your body. And I don't need a doctor or an expert to confirm that. I don't need anybody to do a study. This is just basic common sense. And you cannot tell me that you get in your car and you drive it. And after you drive it for a certain period of time, you care enough about the engine to go and clean the filters in the car. However, you will drive your body, so to speak, month after month, month after month, year after year, and never clean its filters. How does that make sense to you? Again, I don't need anybody to tell me. I don't need anybody to confirm to me. This is the self-awareness part. Because part of what pisses me off, although I understand why, but part of what pisses me off is we are so dependent upon somebody else. This whole idea that, well, we all got to be connected to somebody and we all, you know, got to lean on somebody. And that's cool. Kumbaya, you know, as-salamu alaykum, alaykum, Yeah, all that. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, that's cool. I got it. But what happens when, you, when you're unable to connect with someone? What happens when you're unable to lean on someone? What do you do then? I have a problem with us thinking it's okay to put the burden of others on those who we deem to be privileged or to those who we deem to be fortunate because we all play a role. We all play a role. And if anything, you help others by helping them help themselves. That's how we sustain the earth. That's how we sustain society. Everybody plays a role. You don't dump the burden. You don't, you don't tell people that, hey, it's okay that you, you got all this junk and you burned down. Just, just shift it over here to the people who don't have any burdens. I just think it's disrespectful, depending on what you believe spiritually, to even suggest people are less fortunate. To tell people that. Like, you plant seeds in a person's mind that God would create them in a state of less, in a state of lack. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that. I, I, I just do. And... The key to this thing is self-awareness, self-accountability, and self-responsibility. That does not mean that you don't help people. I just said that. But you ultimately help people by helping them help themselves. You don't just give someone something. How many times have we heard? Give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Teach a man to fish, he eats for a lifetime. That's the key in this whole thing here. What can you do? Even when you're looking to help someone else, stop trying to make it, make them feel okay. It's such a mental, ooh, drives me crazy. It's, it's, it's because when you are mentally, I don't want to use the word damaged, but when you are mentally defeated, you don't even realize how you pass that on to other people. You don't even know how, you don't even realize how you plant those seeds in other people's mind. I would never, ever, ever walk around and say I'm oppressed. Ever. I would not accept that. You can call it whatever you want. If you've accepted that for yourself, fine. I won't. And I read... I read something yesterday that someone mentioned about everything that's going on in the country. And that, you know, we just shouldn't. See, let me say this first. You spiritual people confuse me. You, you really confuse me. Because you act as though you know that everything that's going on, on a deeper level, has a spiritual connection. You act as though you know that this world and this matrix operates on a level beyond ordinary mundane thinking. That's what you claim. 
But then when things begin to happen, you say things like, what, what was it? Let me see how it was said. Well, we shouldn't get numb or we shouldn't become desensitized by everything that's going on. See, that's a matter of opinion. For you to say that, it means if I don't respond the way you respond, if I don't fall completely apart, if I don't show you that I'm broken to pieces and I'm distraught and I'm, I'm my whole day is thrown up in the air because of what's going, in the, going on in the world, you have decided that that means that I'm numb to the realities of the world or that means that I have become desensitized to everything that's going on. That's your opinion. What benefit? Who does it benefit? Who does it benefit for me to fall completely apart? I'm not suggesting by any means you deny your true feelings. Again, self-awareness. If you feel angry, no, you don't you don't block yourself from feeling angry. You 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 express that. If you feel sad, you feel happy, you feel confused, Whatever that feeling is, this is not about suppressing your feelings. What it's about, however, is understanding that you can get to a place where you know how to manage your feelings, where you're able to logically look at things and you're able from a spiritual eye to see the game that's being played and not to be moved on a let's say unskillfully emotional level if that makes sense many of us i've debated what how really deep to go into energy when you talk about spirituality that's taboo for most people and most people just doesn't make any sense but there's a there's an energy that's in place on a basic level, just think about when you walk in a room. Have you ever have you ever just noticed that some places you walk in and you feel good? Or some one person walks in a room and it just shifts the entire like, wow, my goodness, who is that? And vice versa. You can walk in a room and it just feels like death. That's how Walmart is to me. I hate Walmart. I don't like going to that place. I don't go. Uh I try to steer clear of it. It's a it's an energy over that place that is just I don't know. <laughs> I can't stand it. Is there's an energy there? I've noticed that in certain neighborhoods. There's a neighborhood where my daughter goes to dance. I'm telling you, this place is awesome. I, I'm not exaggerating. I'm, I swear to you, it feels different. I mean, it feels like you would want to park your car and just walk around. It feels good. I mean, the lawns, you look at the houses, and, and they're not all new homes or whatever, but it's just a different energy. And then there are some neighborhoods that you can go through. And some people will tie this into conditioning. And some people will say, well, that's, you know, that's based on the programming of of this, this, that, or the other, but I'm, I'm really, really, really trying to tap into another level with this, okay? Because there are certain places that carry stronger energies, if that makes sense. If you got to start asking basic questions, right? And, and hopefully asking questions gets your mind to kind of expand a little bit and to consider things in a different way. Okay. So when, when you're talking about different energy, things that you can feel, again, feelings don't lie. Vibrations don't lie. And when you look at people who you've ever wondered, because there's a lie going around that all people, most people who are rich are just greedy and evil and selfish. And um, I'm fortunate enough to know some people who are, are very well off. And they're some of the nicest and kindest people that I've ever known. Yep. And so 
And of course, that it can go flip-flop. Of course, we know, I mean, people are people, so it really doesn't matter what it is that you have. You can be poor and, and be a bastard. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, you know, vice versa. So, when you think about, if you've ever wondered, why is it that people who may be quite trashy, take advantage of people, greedy, um, how those people continue to do well? Have you ever, have you ever wondered that? You never ask God that? You never ask God, like, God, how is it that I'm being a good person? I'm really trying. Like, I really love people. I try to help. I give my last dime. <laughs> That's the first problem. Another conversation for another day. But, and, I'm, you know, I'm following, quote, unquote, you. And um, I see so-and-so over here. And they're taking advantage of people. They have, um, you know manipulated some things and to to make money off people and they're doing very well you've ever wondered that you never asked god that you should ask god honest questions you should ask god the questions that you really feel i mean you feel it anyway you're thinking it anyway <laughs> the thought is already out there so you might as well just go ahead and ask and when you really start to ask those questions and this is how you know that when people just say, just keep praying, that that's a bunch of bull. Because it's a lot of praying people whose life have not changed. Whose financial state have not changed. Whose health has, their health ain't changed, y'all. How do you explain that? They've been praying. By his stripes, I'm healed. But you ain't healed, though. Doesn't that seem strange to you? I'm saying all of that to say energy and the vibration you put out and the universal laws that you follow are what matter and if you find yourself in a place if you can get on this energetic channel of abundance doesn't matter i'm sorry i am sorry to tell you i'm not gonna say it doesn't matter how you get it <laughs> not gonna say that However, if you can get yourself on a channel of health and abundance and happiness, you will find that you will connect with that and be listen and begin to vibrate that same energy of abundance and health and happiness. And on the same token, if you find yourself on an energetic channel of oppression, defeat, poverty, lack. You are going to connect with that energy. And that is what you're going to begin to project. And you can pray all you want. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. I've done it. You can pray all you want. But as long as your words are saying one thing and the vibration that you're sending out is saying something else, the universe responds to vibration. And you can argue me down, but I got I, I can give you a thousand examples. And you know it as well as I know it, and that's why you can't explain it. Or you don't want to explain it. Pray all you want. You ever heard in church they says, God loves a cheerful, cheerful, chill, cheerful giver. And there's a verse that speaks to that when you're giving and you have to give your title, whatever. And if you really don't feel it in your heart that you shouldn't give it. You know why? You know why? Because you're doing the act of a thing, but your heart and the vibration you're, you're, that you are sending out is in direct conflict with that. And you're never going to get the results from doing the act alone. Don't you see it in church all the time? Look how many people been giving tithes for years and still broke. They don't believe in that. They've been feared into doing it. They done got scared. I got to do this. This is my obligation. I got to give God this money. How God even need money? God ain't even create money. Money ain't even real. Money paper. Anyway, that's another conversation for another day. You get the point that I'm making here?
even know how I even got here. How did we get <laughs> Boy, I be going off on a tangent. I don't know how I got to this. Well, we were talking about doing what you can do. All right, whatever. But do you really, 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 really see it? I'm, I'm trying to tie in when you talk about doing what you can do. It's so important. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's so important what you're connected to in the process. Because when you're connected, connected, connected to certain things, you, whether you want to or not, are going to begin to project those same things. Like, I wouldn't, again, I, I'm so baffled. There was a beautiful little video floating around yesterday of a dad doing his daughter's hair. And it was so cute because... You know, the daughter was kind of coaching the dad and and she was just like, oh, dad, you're doing a, you're doing such a great job. You're almost done. You got it. You know, and, and she was going on just saying you're great. And someone responded and said, this is beautiful. Now, let's imagine if he, his truck had a broke down on the road and the cops approached him, approached him and he would have gotten killed. Now, does it make sense? And I respond to hell, no, that don't make no sense. Why? Why would we want to imagine that this man could possibly be killed? Why? What is it in your mind? Why have you allowed what you see and read to to now not even be able to process a beautiful moment for what it is. You got to take this beautiful moment with this father and his daughter and somehow tie pain and death to it. That's some deep shit, y'all. I'm telling you, it's on a deeper level. It's on a deeper level. You don't even realize what's going on. You got to separate yourself from the madness. You got to separate yourself from the madness because truth be told, Man, I can give you all the health tips you want. I can tell you how to eat well and clean up your body. But if you don't figure out how to get your mind and your emotions on check, in check, you are still going to corrode your body by stress. Man, I just can't. Inf- I'm a, maybe I need to pull some research because I know y'all don't listen to little people like me. You want to listen? You want to hear the doctors and see what the mainstream people see? So maybe I, I gotta pull some, some, you know, research that actually shows you what stress does to the body. The mind is so powerful. When you, I don't know if you've seen the movie The Secret. It seems so simple that most people dismiss it and call it crazy. I cannot express to you the power of the mind, the power of the mind. Most people die when they find out they have illnesses, really such as cancer or AIDS. Oh, man, their mind already turns on the death sentence. They really believe that. And once you begin, again, every thought is is your way of sending out a vibration. To the universe. And that's what the universe responds to. And when you begin to accept death. You know I think about the girl. I, I'm going to get ready to close this. I think about the young lady. I don't even remember her name. The last young lady who was killed. with the um, By the police. She was. Um, she had done some videos or whatever. Real Korean maybe. Corin. Not sure. I can't remember her name. But um, she had. She was the one who was killed with her son. And she had several videos where she was recording her encounters with the police. And she was just going off. And words are so powerful. And and especially for you religious people, you get on my nerves. Because you pick and choose what you, what you will live by. And what you will listen to or take heed to in the Bible. But I believe the good book says life and death is in the power of the tongue. So if life and death is in the power of the tongue, I would think that everything in between that, everything in between life and death is in the power of the tongue as well. <laughs> okay. But that young lady, she kept saying, you're going to have to kill me. You're going to have to put me in a body bag. You're going to murder me. I hate to tell you. I hate to tell you. 
let me let me let me say one disclaimer the young lady didn't deserve to die she really didn't the story doesn't add up it's a little bizarre i don't know all the details i don't care but i will say this unfortunately that young lady that young lady played a role in her death she played a role in her death and she spoke into existence what her fate was to be she spoke it into existence she spoke and don't argue with me because i just said you believe in a good book and you believe that life and death is in the power of the tongue you believe that so when you tell someone to murder you when you tell someone that they're gonna have to put you in a body bag it was no other way for that scenario to end. That that scenario was going to end that way. And I am telling you that you keep connecting to these raggedy little funky little fake revolutionary movement type people online who ain't doing nothing but feeding your mind garbage from sun up to sundown. And then got the black nerve to tell you self-care. A lot's been going on, guys. Remember self-care. F you. F you. And your role. And your detrimental role on my self-care. But I, but you can't place the blame, though. Because you willfully. You are willfully. A participant. You willfully allowing this into your life. <sighs> Focus on what you can do. And there's a lot that you can do, whether it's your health, whether it's fitness, whether it's food, whether it's your overall wellness. What can you do to improve those things? Is it adding in one new new food item that you wouldn't normally eat? Is it taking out one food item that you know doesn't make you feel well? Is it adding in water? Is it getting up 10 minutes early to work out? Is it? Working out 10 minutes before you go to sleep. Most people don't want to do that ideally, but whatever. Whatever it is. If it's getting off social media altogether. If it's unfollowing all of your family and friends. I've done that. I'm telling you, people people think I don't comment on their stuff on Facebook. No, I don't see it. Because I've unfollowed everybody. I don't want to see that junk all day long. I don't want to see... All you tell me all of what's wrong with the world when there's so much beauty, when there's so much love, when there's so much kindness, when there's so much joy, you don't get to infiltrate my space with that. So I'll follow you behind. So if you ain't talking about health, if you ain't talking about wealth, if you ain't talking about wellness, if you ain't talking about business, I don't want to see it. So if that's what you got to do, then damn it, do it. And don't tell me what you can't do. Don't you text me what you can't do. Don't send me no funky message telling me what you can't do. Be like Nike, fool, and just do it. All right? <laughs> That's all I got. So, so cut this off and commit today to doing one thing. Write it out. I can, and you fill in the blank. What can you do today in those three areas? Or two areas, health and wellness. What can you do to better yourself in those three in those two areas? And then do it. That's all I got, good people. Until next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Rook Podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.